0: hey everyone on this episode i have uh julius otherwise known as uh i believe cactus photo shoot no 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 cat's photo shoot yeah yeah let me check let me check yes cat's photo shoot um the conversation was great it was we went everywhere we started off We went from music and music to photography, from photography to, I don't know, the basic structures of reality. It was fun. It was great. We went everywhere. This dude is multifaceted. Um, I probably said that a couple of times during this uh, podcast and it was, I was excited. (laughs) I hope you guys enjoy it. The audio was a little weird. I, I tried my best. Apologies on that, if you notice it. If you don't, ah, then fine. You didn't notice it. It's cool. Um, yeah. Julius, everybody. Meow. Boo. Okay. Bailey. Hey, everyone. There's another episode of Cells Talking, and today I'm here with Julius, otherwise known as, uh, what, what's your Instagram name, man? I'm, oh, oh Cat's name, Photo of, Shoot. Cat's Photo Shoot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, how you doing, man? I'm doing
1: well. Uh, yeah,
0: new. I'm I'm doing pretty well. I'm like <laughs> I'm sort of like using new equipment. Like these headphones are like really new. Oh yeah. So like I've never used these before. So I hear myself more than I want to. Is it weird? It's a little weird. It yeah. really is. I'm not entirely used to it.
1: The one year out is good.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to take that approach. Yeah, <laughs> I'm
1: going to take that approach. I do that in the studio. <laughs> like of music. Oh yeah? Yeah. Uh,
0: you play music, right? Yeah. What what kind of music do you play? Man,
1: everything. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Uh i mean uh not like serbian turbo folk but <laughs> other than that that's, like, that's, a genre? that's a real thing really, that's really? totally yeah uh news <laughs> to me man. <laughs> yeah I'm in, I'm in a country band which is the newest thing i was, oh, I was a jazz okay j- i played jazz in baltimore and then wow and then i'm in an indie rock band and indie folk band and uh a psychedelic band and then i've got that Nice. Solo thing I do with Ray Murphy. Okay. Uh, it's like, or I guess a duo, but yeah. it's like this weird electronics stuff with. It's like analog electronic drums that I made, oh, uh, really? and then I like loop stuff. Yeah, and then Whoa. and then and then Ray r- raps over it.
0: Really? Uh, yeah. That's really, awesome. It's
1: really fun. Damn.
0: <laughs> well, apparently he's a musician, guys. I had no clue. <laughs> That's awesome. So like, I know you as a photographer.
1: Okay. Um. Um I went to a s a You're like
0: multifaceted, aren't
1: (laughs) you? I got into photography through music. Uh
0: that makes sense. Yeah. You can see that. right
1: And i I actually went recently to do uh what you call it? Like a oh career day. And like not only did I show up like the wrong school like an hour late. (laughs) But uh I (laughs) showed up and they were like, Oh, you're the drummer and I was like, Oh, I thought I was the photographer <laughs> the whole thing's about photography and I also thought it was for high schoolers, but it was like kindergartners. Oh wow. So like, and another wing the whole thing was Yeah. Wow. Very, That's like, funny. Normal. Were well, you able to connect
0: photography with drumming at all? No, race? I just I just threw no, that all out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. I would've tried my best. I would have been like, you know like drumming like <laughs> photography in this way <laughs> Mislead them entirely. Yeah. Just take them off a different bad It would have been great. It would be great. Mostly with so young, such young minds and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, how old are you, man? 33.
1: 33? Yeah.
0: So where are you from originally?
1: Uh, D.C. area. DC. The endless D.C. suburbs. Really? Yeah.
0: Wow, what, what brought you to Tucson? Uh,
1: an ex of mine is... Oh, okay. uh, She's actually still getting her Ph.D. Oh, wow. But we moved out here so she could work on her Ph.D. Yeah. In, uh At the U of A. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and then uh, we split up. Yeah. Like after a few years. We're still good friends, but uh, yeah, and then everybody was like, "Oh, so you're coming back to Baltimore? And I'm like, no, I'm never coming back. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you like it here? Yeah. I love it. Why? Uh, Man, so many reasons. Give me. Uh, (laughs) You you love it here, right? Yeah, I do. I really do. Uh, (laughs)
0: do. <laughs> awesome yeah like, <laughs> but can you articulate it I, because I, 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 I mean I can articulate it but it's my reasons Okay. what are yours mostly uh, as a stranger like, well, parts. <laughs> I mean A
1: obviously it's ridiculously gorgeous uh, like I like I like being able to like look out and you can see the horizon you can see like more than a mile away which you can't anywhere on the east coast Very pretty much
0: true, dude.
1: like yeah and like the mountains show like the shape of the earth and, it, like, they're not, like, hidden by trees, you know? Right. And And um, so, like, it's like a giant wonderland, and you can just drive anywhere and be in this crazy, beautiful environment. That's take um, Or you can take, like, take, like, a taxi to Gates Pass, and it'll take you, like, ten minutes. Right. You know? And you're out in, like, the middle of awesomeness. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is amazing. And that's, like, a, that's one aspect of it. But also, I, I feel like uh in other cities like i haven't lived too many other places but i've been on tour Mm -hmm. um like all over the west coast and like into colorado and stuff and um like i just feel like other places it's the arts communities are like hyper competitive you know yeah uh and like everybody's trying to trying to get ahead you know and um like, you know, like, I don't know. Like, we had, a, we played a gig one time in Baltimore, and uh-huh. I was at a nightclub, and the bass player told me that, like, one of the band members from the night before had come back in that morning, uh-huh. and then, like, I could play the same gig for, like, 50 bucks less with different players or something, and, like, give you the same quality. And, uh, you know, it's, like, shit like that, and it's, like, that's, like, nothing compared to L.A. Right. Um, but I feel like here, it's, like, people are more, Supportive than they are, compa- you know. It's like it's like there's this. Uh, I don't know. if, I'm not sure what the study was associated with. There was some mm-hmm. some study where they did this, like it was a computer game, right? And everybody's playing a computer game. It's like six people, okay. and there's like a pool of like virtual money in the middle, okay. and there's rounds, and every time you do a round, you can either put you like each person gets a little bit of money, yeah. and you can either put it in the pot, and then everybody gets a payout. And everybody keeps getting more money, or like you can steal the pot and like get all the money, but you don't get quite as much as if, if you, you would have shared it with everybody. Wow. But and so they found that like people would keep contributing every round until one person would like take all the take all the money uh-huh. and then like and then everybody else would start. It like it would like corrupt the share, the game. Yeah. And so like I feel wow. like Tucson is still that. Still, before somebody right.
0: goes for the whole pot. Yeah, it's, oh, it's man. like
1: more productive to be collaborative in Tucson than it is to be competitive. And the people wow. who are hyper competitive are like, everybody's like, okay, out. yeah, like you do your thing, but like, stay away. You Why? Know? Right. Like, so I feel like that's a really special thing about this place. I love that. Uh, and it's it's awesome. Yeah, that's like, great. That's sounds sounds so great. Cool. It's a little
0: depressing about the rest of the, the rest <laughs> of the areas that you've been to. But that's awesome that that, that it's here. here. It's and here.
1: to be fair, I like mm. I was just a part of like you dip your the one jazz scene in Baltimore and there were wow. like other jazz scenes in Baltimore and mm. w- many other music scenes and many other art scenes. Of course, so of course. I but can't every, speak for Everyone everything. you bumped
0: into was like competitive.
1: Not everybody. There were certainly okay. people who were uh like really kind and supportive. Mm. Um but there was this atmosphere of like, you know, get your foot in the door, like you know, could uh, like compete for gigs, you know, like go out and like really push it. Wow. Uh, so, and certainly I feel like Baltimore is one thing, but like LA and like San Francisco and Seattle seem like, I don't know, like it's just really tough. Like you, you've, you've got to really. you
0: got to really do, like you got to put in the uh,
1: work. Yeah, I mean, it's not just putting in the work. Also network on top of it. But like, yeah, and like actively like competing to get. Right. Head, you know, Dang. which I don't know.
0: That's, that's, that's not stressful. I know, right? I'm <laughs> <That laughs> like, let's like just do, do stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, so I love Tucson. It's like, <laughs> I, I think dude, it. all uh, real laid back.
1: Yeah, like with, with my weird drum project, <laughs> uh, it was like Ray had heard it, and I played with Copper and Congress a bunch of times. Yeah, and uh, so like it was like a kind of a thing. But then Ray Ray was like playing it, pushing buttons one time. He was like, dude, just just. Be my backing band, like right. untested, like just come and just yeah. do this shit. Do it real quick. Yeah, and yeah. Like, that's the kind of that atmosphere, you know, where it's like it's pushing buttons so like here. yeah, and that that whole crowd is like, oh, you've never performed in front of people before, you have some weird electronic thing that you've made. Do you know? it, like, <laughs> fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's so cool, uh,
0: it's so exciting, yeah, uh, it's awesome, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. What a what 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 a what is a cool perspective. Thank you for that. Thank you for yeah. getting that, that, that side of it. Um <laughs> so then you came here, you, 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 you were you doing music or like
1: what? I joined you, like a rock band. Uh-huh. Uh and we played like weird bars. Okay. And then one gig like one of the only gigs, the bass player was like unable to hold his guitar. Before we even started playing, was he drunk? Uh, totally drunk. Nice. And that's just like not my jam, you know. Like yeah. I like to uh, like make music. It's right. Like making music, that's fun. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. I quit that, and then I uh, joined Copper Congress, which was awesome. Oh, and no. that was like, we were like kind of like. Joni Mitchell meets Jamiroquai meets right. like Portishead. It's like all right. Uh, you said
0: names it, I've never heard of. So uh, yeah. <laughs> just to let you know. Dang. I'm very narrow <laughs> when it comes to music and stuff. So. I
1: mean, there's so much stuff out there oh, yeah, that it's like, lot. There's a lot. you know, <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. you could never, like, explore it all and know all, and, you know, like, uh, you know, what right. would seem like the big bands of an era to me right. are just, like, such a small piece of such a larger picture, of you course. know, it's like, right. it's easy to forget that, but then it's yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah there's like bands where people people are like how do you not know was it George Jones As uh-huh. I guess it's like uh, a big name and I have a friend who was like how do you not know who George Jones and turn out I was like already covering a George Jones song <laughs> and yeah funny at
0: least you're able to cover it so that's yeah that's 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 good, yeah, that's I good. Actually, I'd
1: like to actually not hear the original if I'm gonna cover a song because then I, like, I can see that get a different
0: yeah because I mean you can probably put your own flair to it you know yeah. I would, i would i would i would i would like i would probably do the same thing if i could cover anything yeah <laughs> do, do you play music uh no not at no. all i used to play piano and then for like for just being a dumbass i decided to stop and i regret that sense
1: i uh, did the exact <laughs> same thing as a kid i like was taking piano and i wanted to learn drums and my, my parents were like you have to learn piano first and i was like why that's stupid and, uh,
0: I didn't even have another instrument that I went to. I just stopped. Uh, well, I, I, just, stopped, I stopped for stopped. years.
1: I didn't was, do another instrument. And it was. Yeah. And I wish I'd kept it, it up because I've tried to teach myself piano it's hard, for yeah. the past like six, seven years. And yeah, it's so hard. It's so hard. Uh, uh, so hard.
0: Uh, it was on a good track too. I oh, always <laughs> stayed. Uh.
1: Yeah, something about when you're a kid, oh, um, it, like, you pick it up and retain it so much better. Um, yeah,
0: well, I mean, you're so malleable with that and everything. Yeah. It to, it's a, I mean, maybe we should stop t- telling ourselves that narrative. Narrative also affects brain matter. So, anyways. Um. I, yeah, I think
1: about that a lot. Actually, it's like right? if I spent the amount of time now trying to play piano that I would put into things that I was interested in as a kid. You know, just like right. just going at it for like hours every yeah. day, days on end. You know, months, years on end. Of course. Like, would I would I learn it quickly? Probably.
0: I would say yeah. so. In my opinion <laughs> so how did music get you into photography uh how did that happen? Did you already have an interest in photography or
1: yeah, so uh when I was a kid, my dad's always been in photography okay um and you know he did like film and stuff when he was a kid and yeah, so yeah. uh when I was a kid, he got or I saved up a bunch hmm. uh and got this old film camera yeah um and and I used that for a while, and I would just like you know buy film at CVS because yes. you could buy film at CVS, and then I would take yeah. the rolls into CVS, yeah. you know, whatever Everybody it was back at People's cool. Drugstore. I think was it was <laughs> when I was a kid. Wow. And uh, yeah, and so like mm. I did that for a long time, and I took photography in high school, but I didn't really get it. Uh, mm. Like I didn't appreciate the technical aspects of photography. Yeah. And like. My teacher would try to teach like composition. I'd be like, "This is stupid. Lines are stupid," and uh, you know. So I don't know. I just didn't really like put the thought and effort into it. That, so the actual Classes and stuff. Yeah. Right. And so so it kind of just like fell by the wayside. But I was always into it, and yeah. then uh, and then I started dating the woman I moved out here with, wow. who was a phenomenal photographer, and uh, oh. she did that like I don't know.
0: That is a gorgeous shot, actually.
1: Eight maybe eight years ago. What is
0: that in the middle? What what is that? It's like a
1: blade of grass sticking oh, okay.
0: up in like, um, the sand dune.
1: Yeah, where is? Beautiful, like the, I'm beautiful not sure if blue that's. Sky. I don't think that's Death Valley. I forget where that is. It's a beautiful shot. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, it really is. So she, like, she had done that before we even met. Right. And so, like, I was like, super inspired by her, and she had of an course. extra older camera that she let me take around, mm. and I would, she would teach me that's stuff, so nice. and yeah, it was super fun. It was and great. At some point, my dad had got a digital camera, mm. and then he sold me that. It was like the cheapest Nikon right. that you can get, and uh, and I ended up going out and getting uh, just like a fifty millimeter lens, and just using that for like years, like just yeah. a fifty millimeter lens and this cheap Nikon. And I would take it out to shows and like try and take pictures. And I look back at them now, and they're like all so blurry and so like underexposed and noisy, and it's like. Right, right. Um, you rookie, know... making mistakes.
0: Yeah, and rookie I just... mistakes all over them. <laughs> yeah,
1: it, totally. And I just, eventually, like, doing that, I I don't know if you knew this woman named uh, uh, Avril, who was in town. She was a filmmaker and a photographer and Spanish teacher and uh, just all-around amazing, awesome person. Mm. And uh, I was hanging out with her a lot okay. and, uh, like, learning from her. Yeah. Uh, and eventually, like, I started... Getting really good at the technical aspects of things, and then I was like, "Oh, I can!" After suffering with that old camera nice. and that like one lens for a long time, I like branched out and got another lens, which is actually the same lens, but upgraded. like newer, seventy years older actually, <laughs> or like fifty years older. Oh, okay. uh, but it was ni- it was nicer because it was like the old vintage Nikon version of oh, it. Wow. And okay. so, yeah, and then and then I just kept branching out. I got upgraded yeah. my camera, and then I like, so I and the then other thing. yeah. Totally, and then people started being like, "Hey, can I pay you for photography?" And then I was like, "Okay," and I had to upgrade again. Wow!
0: uh, So it just spread itself. But
1: yeah, totally. Um, And then I just kept doing it, and I just still keep doing it. And yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's weird. I I had like an IT job um, for like ten years. Okay. That when I moved out here, I had it for. I'd already been working at this company for like five years. Wow. And then I worked out, moved out here. Um, and uh, yeah, and eventually, like, I just I quit that job yeah, yeah. and just did the. Just now I do this full time. Reviews. Yeah. Wow. So. How so that
0: I, feel? How that transition feel? Because I'm guessing the IT job was pretty like like nine to five, like.
1: Yeah. Well, it was actually more twenty four seven. Oh. Because it was like <laughs> I was like the lead systems admin. Oh okay. And uh, I didn't have enough support and. Um, it was like moving more towards the business side of things and less towards the like, uh, the actual, like actually like building servers and like all the fun stuff and programming and stuff that I really enjoy. Of course, of course. Um, so, yeah, and I think my my boss wanted me to move more into the corporate side of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which I appreciate because it's like more compensation, but it's just not my jam. Ryan. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it was, but it was also really cushy job. Uh, mm-hmm and uh it was terrifying it was so terrifying it's still <laughs> terrifying like uh, uh i'm still really bad at like business and numbers and, right, right um
0: yeah no i couldn't
1: do it i couldn't do it's, it <laughs> i mean that's what i thought too like i remember having this conversation with a friend yeah. who's it, she's a life coach and a wonderful friend um and she like helps people like Dive into the, the, like being an artist and like empowering themselves to do the kinds of these kinds of things. Awesome. We've never like done That's actual process, coaching because right. it's like weird because we're really good friends. Good friends right. um, but she was like, "Why don't you like quit your job and be a professional photographer?" And I was like, "And I had just been reading all these articles about like how stupid that is." <laughs> and, like, <laughs> Um, those are all like, like the,
0: the warning signs of you ain't gonna do it. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't yeah. Gonna do it. it was just like,
1: like yeah, it's like you can do it, but it's like not what you might think, and mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Uh, it's really difficult, and um, and those were all true. Like, it's right. not exactly what I thought, and right. it is really difficult, and uh-huh. it was also super rewarding, so like yeah. it's all totally worth it. What
0: makes it rewarding?
1: Uh, getting to make awesome shit with awesome people, you know? like. It's like getting the photograph of the Tucson Hip Hop Festival. Yeah, like, is a so much fun. Um, right. This year was tough because I like way over scheduled myself. Uh, oh. Like I scheduled myself for the whole day. I didn't get to spend any time with the, my students, uh, and oh, I like didn't get to. I don't know. I just like didn't get a break. Right. Um, I can't imagine. And I it was it was tough. It, it was, was much, so much more tough on. this year to like <laughs> enjoy. It, <laughs> like, yeah. I, like right. Was trying to make sure like the whole photo team got what they need, right. and uh, and there were two video teams, so wow. it was just a a lot going on. And like, but the year before it was just Like, Pike was like, "Hey, you want to photograph the festival?" And I was yeah. like, "Can you pay me?" And he was like, "No." And I was like, "Okay, I'll still do it." Yeah. <laughs> like, and so like you know uh, yeah yeah and it was so I just like shot what I want and of course and like it was. Someone, and then, I don't know. Like, I just I get to work with all these musicians yeah, and yeah. other artists, like painters. And so, like,
0: like, what was the rundown for you? Like, how how did how did this year's Tucson Hip Hop Festival go for you? Uh, Were you just shooting, shooting, and like, running around, like? Yeah, making I, sure you can get the other shot that you wanted to get. <laughs> uh,
1: I was actually way stressed out this this Tucson Hip Hop Festival. <laughs> and, that way. Yeah, man. And I I like I usually like. Personally, met with and apologized to a few people because I didn't want to like bring that stress into that space, you know, mm-hmm. on that day. And mm-hmm. and I really regret the way that I I handled it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wasn't like mean to anybody. I feel like I was just like exuding the <laughs> stress, <laughs> uh, like uh, atmosphere. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and th- I mean, the thing is, is like we were up way late the night before setting up, setting and then up, I came right. back here, and somebody had broken in here and like trashed the front space which is an airbnb and like that was at like 1:30 a.m so like i had to deal with that it was like the police and oh
0: my god uh <laughs> like
1: they like, broke the door in and it was, it was so i got like i was running on almost no sleep
0: Dude.
1: And, then, and then i got to the festival and i was just like uh yeah like you still did it now. yeah i, still did it, and I was still like there. sleepless and like yeah just like um yeah i booked myself to shoot Ah, like in with the team that I was uh, that was helping out, mm-hmm. and um, and so that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. And so you know, so, so like the whole time when I could have been helping, like coordinate things, and like right. people were still like pulling me. They were like, "Oh, you work for the festival. I need X, X, and X." And I'm like it's not my department, but also I do work for the festival, so wow. I'm gonna make it. So it was just,
0: it was. You how out too. It was Damn, wild. you, you uh, stretched yourself out. <laughs> ben, didn't you? I did. I stretched myself out too thin. <laughs> So,
1: this year, I know, I knew it was going to be a learning experience. I've never led a team right. before. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I basically just didn't...
0: What's that like to lead a team of photographers and, like, videographers, I guess, too? Also right? scary. Yeah!
1: Because, uh, you know, it's like, it ended up being, like, a labor of love, you know? Of course. Like, and so it's, like, it's weird. It's hard to balance, like, you know, it's not it's not a job, you know, like, none of us are, like, working for a paycheck, and so it's tough to balance that, like, how much you could ask of a team, and uh, how much leeway, and, um, and they, like, went so crazy above and beyond what they, like, had to do, it was so awesome, like, I think we got... Photos of every single performance that happened at the festival. Really? Uh, yeah, like
0: wow. I had this
1: crazy schedule that I made. It's like <laughs> color coded, and then I printed it out black and white because I was like, "Oh, oh shit, God. I don't have a color printer." <laughs> Whoops! Uh, <laughs> okay. it sure looked pretty in the meetings before. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, but like of where everybody was going to be, like minute yeah. by minute, where every photographer needed to be in order to capture every performance that day, and like. I missed some but other people picked it up yeah, yeah. and like everybody helped out and everybody was just just going going that distance and like also seemed to be enjoying themselves yeah. and uh made some fucking awesome photos. Like right. they were so good and yeah. um yeah, like and like I have my particular style. Right. And uh like it's like there's some types of concert photos that I just don't like. I don't see things like that. Right. I don't know, capture things like that. I don't know if I could. Right. But like, um, like Catalina and, and Janine and Tix uh, and Marco, like their perspective and the way they capture things were so such a different and fresh perspective of from what we had last year that it was right. like I was I was like. You know, sometimes I look at concert photography. I'm like, oh, I wish I could do stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And then I looked at like Janine Catalina's, and I'm like, that's it. That's like yeah. this like this crisp like just like high res. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like like awesome, crazy images. Yeah. With the the fog is like just like, <laughs> popping out, of the it. computer screen is so it was awesome. I so. love it. Yeah, oh, it was. Great. It was a stressful day, but like in the end, it was so awesome. Oh, you made gold. It's good. Yeah, so. and then by the time like Bun B went on, mm-hmm. which was uh, like you know t- twelve hours after the festival started. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> by the time that started, I was like, you okay, it was such exhausting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I finally was like, I'm just, to I'm just gonna chill. I'm just gonna like put
1: the camera down and just like enjoy the, you know. Of course. Uh, of course. Yeah. So.
0: That's awesome. Did you have, did That's you great. enjoy it? I did. I did enjoy it. It was a lot of fun. I got to walk around and everything. Uh, I did everything mostly my pace. I had my it was a group like like a group of friends. Uh, I had a group of friends who were performing and stuff. So I was following yeah. them pretty much around and then I was doing other stuff. But I was mostly just following them and, um, and vlogging, you know. So I, it was it was entertaining. I had a lot nice. of fun. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. I just got, got I couldn't imagine. What you had to do. <laughs> Imagine like legitimately being like 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 tasks that go all over the place. There's just way too much going on. You know, I don't capture everything. I don't think
1: I can even put myself back in that headspace. <laughs> I took lots of notes afterwards of like what not to do. It. <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. exactly. Yeah,
0: That's good. It's a learning experience. Is it okay that yeah, she's it's getting
1: it's fur all over your fine, phone? Don't worry she's about like, it. oh, is this soft? Yeah, oh, it's, yeah it's fine. Don't is this, is it. this? Does this belong to a human she's being? Okay. It's mine now.
0: Uh, are you? So are you a teacher? Uh, no, I don't.
1: I don't think so. Well, uh, I, I, I mean, I teach got some them students. Time. <laughs> yeah. So we had we have the the internship. Oh, okay. Uh, program for the hip hop festival, oh. which. Uh, Came out of a conversation that Jocelyn and I had Mm. when she first approached me about doing like actually being a staff member for the Mm -hmm. festival Mm -hmm. for this this year's festival. Yeah, which happened like I don't know March or April of last year. Like she it was. the, like, we actually have our first meeting coming up for next year's festival oh, soon. so, so like, And I know Jocelyn and Pike have been, like, already working on 2019 festival like crazy. Of course they have. Um, yeah, so we're in our first meeting... It's so
0: nonstop now. It's wild. It's such a momentum that they...
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's so crazy. exciting. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so, uh, I don't know, do you remember that in the 2016, there was... Did you go to the pa- any of the panels? Mm,
0: 2016. Were you there... No, before this probably or? not. I was there, but okay. I, I don't know if... I don't think I went to the panels. Okay. I don't think I did. I don't remember any, any of that. Um, but why?
1: Uh, well, so there was this panel on, like, uh, indigenous intersection with hip-hop culture, you oh, know? Okay. Like, uh, okay. And it was super awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, some of the guys from Shining Soul, I don't know if you know that that band out of Phoenix. Sounds familiar. Um, i positive. All right, well... Um, I know the 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 DJ like beat maker uh, Bronze Canada. He's also a rapper okay. uh, from another band called Make Beats that he's in Phoenix, and they're fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, is it okay to curse on you? Yeah, your- no, completely, okay, it's cool. There's no, there's no, Sweet. There's no, <laughs> no,
0: there's no limits here. Go okay, crazy. Thanks.
1: Uh, <laughs> I listened to a bunch of previous episodes and I didn't even. Pay attention to s- if people were cursing or not. This is all natural
0: conversation,
1: <laughs> r- I really, I'm so excited to explore more of your podcast now I'm that sure. I know what it is. Like, it is awesome. Like, if I can like take a second and yeah, no, go yeah. aside. Go
0: ahead. This is rub so my ego. It's fine. <laughs> I'll take it. Dude, <laughs>
1: it's so cool. Like, I uh, uh I listened to is it Alyssa the Letterer? The, uh, oh
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: And I just started Leilani's, okay. and I listened to your conversation with Q, which is. Mm so fascinating and like totally different than the other conversations that yeah, you had yeah, and know, uh but it's so cool that you're just like going around and like these are all people in my community yeah. and i never like sit down for an hour and a half and just like pick their brains about where, how they got where they got you know like some friends you know it's come up and like right after you know knowing them for years like we know each other and yeah. how we got where we are but like it's so cool to have this new resource of like all these cool artist profiles mm. of, like, these people who I already know who they are, or some people I don't know who they are, but I hear their names. It's right. like, who is that person? And there's, like, this awesome resource now to go and, like, explore this wonderful community. Though. So, like, I dude, do. thank you for, like, oh, you, doing man. this. So, it's a pleasure,
0: man. so cool. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just a giant, uh, I would say, mito tero. Do you know what that means?
1: Yeah, I just learned that, because, uh, <laughs> do you know Mel Dominguez? Okay, she just opened up Galleria Mitotero.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what it's called. Mitotero or nosy. So like, if she if she told you it was nosy, then wait, if it's not Mitotero, I mean, it could be like, like like someone who likes gossip. That could probably be a translation of it. I
1: forget the exactly how they arrived. My my
0: way of connecting is I'm nosy. I'm really nosy. Okay. And and it was also a real. it, It was like one of the ways that I could like. I really want to get to meet people. Um. And I also wanted to do a new podcast, and I was like, "Oh, this is perfect! I do both at one." So like, so that, that was the whole approach and everything. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I, I realized that Tucson was a giant reservoir of just creatives and stuff, and I was just like, "Oh, this is gonna be fun." Pickens, <laughs> oh for the Pickens, and and I was like, I feel like there's like there's like technically. Two, three podcasts here in Tucson. Right. Yeah. There's
1: Afterworld there's and then a-
0: Afterworld, who, who's real specific on hip hop. And, right. And, and, and good for them for being real, real specific. I, know, I couldn't, I couldn't for the life of me do that. And um, uh, there was uh, Wounded World, who which is currently on a slight hiatus because uh, the host of that one joined the Navy. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So he's in boot camp right now. But but after boot camp, he's gonna restart it and then do it wherever he's at. Okay, which is gonna be great. Oh, I'm, cool. I'm excited for John.
1: What's that podcast about?
0: It's it it leans towards uh, hip hop as well. Okay, the live underground, and um, just any conversation you would you would, yeah, he wants to have he, he 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 was the one that that really like ignited my my um, ignited my ass to even get started, and um, sorry and and, no and and yeah no he he interviewed Q and um and I was just like. I sat there listening to it and going, I could do this. There's no reason that I'm not doing this right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I had no idea that he, like, he did Q, like, he did an episode with Q, and that was, like, his 13th episode. And I was like, first of all, I didn't even know you existed. Second of all, I could be doing this. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> like, how is this happening? And, and so I, I just jumped into it after that. So I have to thank him a lot. Uh, shout out to Wounded World. And... Um, and uh, there's this other one, um, Between the Lines, with, uh, I believe his name is Jason. Yeah, I just listened to one of his podcasts, and his he's real quality work, too. Nice. Real quality work. And he's, uh, he's like, I think, yeah, yeah, Between the Lines. Real, real, real cool. Okay. So that, those are the ones that I know of. I think there's another one, maybe, but I'm not 100%. I know there's
1: a political one called American Babylon. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not sure if they're still doing it. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, Brian Sanders. Oh yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's cool. Sounds it like
0: an just my, th- my next target probably. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, I'll, I'll take that. I totally I'll, I'll take that. I know there was another podcast. I don't know if they're doing it lo- like they were doing it locally here, but I don't know if they're doing it anymore. It was called Sift, and apparently it was a, a podcast I haven't listened to it, but apparently they would like each podcast they would like pick an evil character in history uh. and like just give you a biography about the person.
1: Whoa,
0: okay. Yeah, I I love the concept. I haven't listened to anything, but I love the concept and I haven't approached them at all because I haven't listened to their podcast, but I haven't approached them at all to actually sit and talk to them, but I would love to, which would be That sounds super cool. I'd sit down and do some research before I go and propose the
1: And then you'd have a better podcast. The interview. It'd be a podcast about a podcast.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> essentially, essentially, <laughs> I think I already had that with uh, with Wounded World. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it'll be another one, so that'll be fine. <laughs> that'll be fine. <laughs> um, where do we where do we, <laughs> um, we, we leave off? We uh, we, we we got sideburns. Uh, See, I should Shining know Soul.
1: Like, uh, the cat belly rubs apparently. Teacher, if you're a teacher. Oh, uh, internship. That's what it was. Systems. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So, oh. Well, so anyway, hmm. that was one thing that really stuck with me. Ah. Uh, was you know, cause like we're on, <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> like, yeah. um, I don't know, like we're on like Tono Autumn land right now, you yeah, know, and yeah, yeah. like Tucson's called Tucson because ah. that's like Shookson. kind of like the yeah the autumn word, yeah. uh, you know, and um, so like I just. Jocelyn and I were talking about maybe having an internship program as far as help with the festival mm. uh, in addition to having a team what <laughs> um, and so I don't know we were just talking and I was like what if it, we had uh, interns from like one of the reservations that's around here um, oh. just cause like we're having this giant festival and like there is intersectionality between these cultures right. and like I don't often get to see like photographers from the Tona autumn Nation or mm-hmm. uh, or like any of the other nations around uh, in yeah. Southern Arizona. And so yeah, so I reached out to Debra's candidate, and mm-hmm. then he put me in touch with Chris Antone yeah. out in, in Cells, and it just got going, and uh, uh, split Seed Productions, uh. and uh, they funded cameras. For us, for wow. the students. Um, and so we got, I uh, found a combination. I wanted to keep the budget as low as possible, but still have cameras that Work. could do things that like an iPhone can't, you know what I mean? Because right, it's course. like, what's the point of what's getting like point of a point and, and getting, shoot? Yeah. Yeah. So I found cameras with like, uh, they didn't have a viewfinder, but they could. you could control them manually and they were mm-hmm. decent quality. And they're micro four thirds, and I found a lens that's uh, with an aperture of f two. Okay. So it's like opens pretty wide and get that blurry back, blurry depth of field. Yes, and yes. You can also stop it down, and it was also manual focus, right. Manual aperture, manual shutter speed. Things
0: that a camera can do. Right.
1: right. Yeah. And, I, and I like taught them with everything being manual, and to use the exposure yes. meter in the camera. Um, and so we met. We would meet once a week, um, leading up to the festival, mm. and. Uh, and Chris hooked up the space out in, uh, in cells where we met each week. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, and so they came to the festival and I didn't have any time to spend with them, which, um, is my, definitely my biggest regret, right, of course. uh, of the festival, but, um. You let them be free,
0: man, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you, I, you taught us how to use it. I <laughs> guess we just take patience, I guess.
1: They took some the awesome day, the photos. they yeah, actually I have some in there. Uh I'll show you. Uh some yeah. of their cause uh they had a gallery show and uh, they've got yeah, money coming from their money. sales and um yeah. and then people bought their prints and so I've got the wow. prints that I'm I'm now gonna be delivering to the buyers. Wow. So, um and I gotta gotta figure out a time to go back out there. But it actually the festival ended and like the class just kinda went on. It was really hard to just like Cut it off. So it actually went on for like six months. Oh, afterwards? So it, not, uh, it went on until last month. Oh, wow. So That's yeah, awesome. from from January until last month. Uh, nice. So. It's a good semester. Yeah, it was, it was really <laughs> it's fun. Semester. And not all the students stuck with it the whole time. Of course. Some students were more involved, um, and uh, one of them is going to go on to pursue a major or a degree in photography, which wow. is so exciting. And uh, they like, I don't know. They just made some incredible photographs. It's so awesome yeah. to see. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So and then we still have some stuff that I want want to do with them. Some field trips. Yeah. Uh, you know. You know, Robin. Robin. Robin Bird. May,
0: maybe. If I, maybe. Uh, maybe I've interacted with them, but like, I, I need to see faces. Oh but yeah. their Names are not. Well, she. She's much like. Stronger. She's like
1: an expert on benching. Okay. On like graph writing on trains. And okay. and so I want to take them out benching with her, nah. which was supposed to happen like weeks ago, and I've totally dropped the ball. But <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of projects I still want to do with them, yeah, and yeah. then we've got to start up the class for next year. So right, of course. Uh, yeah, and then I I've, I've taught I taught one I've had a few one-on-one sessions with adults, hmm. and just like showing them how to use their camera, and then I had one class with adults, it was like ten people.
0: Okay.
1: Um. So where it's like everybody was like. You have a DSLR. Like, how do you get out away from? How do you get on the manual settings? Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and really take control over what you're doing. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. So the manual's amazing. When yeah. When you get on the it's camera, it's super freeing. Manual's
0: so cool. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Uh, I remember I got a camera. Oh no, I didn't get a camera. I had a friend who had uh, this uh, a Canon a Rebel T6. No T5I. Okay. And I and I, I asked him. I was like, Hey, can I borrow that? I was going on a trip. Uh, I was going on a trip with the family somewhere. think thing went to, I think, it was it? I think it was Paris. Yeah, it was Paris. Whoa! Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I was like, "Yo, can I borrow your camera?" Bro? And he was like, "Yeah, here you go." And I was like, sweet, because he doesn't. He uses it for video. He never uses photography. Okay. So I was just like, "Can I? Can I get to can I use it for pictures?" And he's like, "Yeah, go ahead." And so I took it with me. But I think right before I left, I had a cousin who took photography class, and he's like. And one day we went we went hiking and he was he, he was like we both went with the with the with the camera, and he was like oh yeah you, this is the shutter speed this is the he like he like just yeah. he just like gave, told me the basic stuff and I was just like perfect thank you and then I ran from it with, with, from there and then uh, with with taking the, my friend's camera to Paris I was like oh I love this I I need a I need to get me a camera myself that's awesome yeah and I never. I never played with photography before. Then I was, okay. it was just uh, just because of the happenstance of my friend getting a camera, mm-hmm. that I even messed with the camera in general, and like with the with the delight of being able to s- take slices of time like that.
1: And yeah, it was,
0: it was real cool. It was it was real cool. I never expected it though. Never expected it.
1: That's super awesome. That's <laughs> how you got into it. It's just like all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, <laughs>
0: no, it was a lot of fun. The manual was great. Uh, there, there's a nuance there to it
1: totally and like mm-hmm. i was shooting a wedding recently and some cousin i was like, doing a family portrait right. and like so, or somebody some relative or family friend somebody came up yeah they were much older and they were like so you want you want to face you want everybody to turn around and i was like no i like i like this he was like no you don't want people f- you don't want to shoot into the light and i'm like no actually i do and it's like that's the thing. Is like. If, if you're using a point-and-shoot or if you're using, you like, can, a disposable right. camera, like, yeah, it's going to meter for the, the background, the light right. coming into the camera. So it's, like, that's the rule of thumb It's like, don't shoot into the light, right. you know. But then it's, like, that's why, yeah, I like, manual, gotta, it frees you, you up,
0: and you can shoot into the light, and anywhere. you
1: get these crazy awesome pictures with the rim lighting around everybody,
0: and like, people are like, oh, how do you get that? And he's and like, all there talking to you like he knows and everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's, like, uh, and it's, like, yeah. that is a good rule. Yeah. If you're using an iPhone or like a point-and-shoot camera stuff, yeah, but then it's like, that's what photography
0: like. it's This is this, what it is, man. Yeah, this still totally. separates the layman from the professional. Leave me be. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, like uh, some
1: people shoot just with an iPhone and they make yeah, no, amazing they make stuff. Shots, and so it's like, but they
0: also have to follow that rule of thumb,
1: right? Yeah. yeah. yeah sometimes
0: you, you don't <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i guess that's true, that's true. like <laughs> you can you can adjust Probably it with the, the iphone sometimes yeah, that's very true that's
1: so very true. but yeah I'm
0: trying to everybody <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm,
1: I'm so is that the camera you got after yeah.
0: the yeah t- the the camera i got after, after that nice and um yeah it's worked out great uh yeah it's a versatile camera heck yeah yeah it's been a lot of fun i mean i was uh i dabbled with photography for like ever i was doing photography pretty much uh Maybe from twenty fifteen to like twenty seventeen. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, no, cool. I have, I have too many photos. <laughs> I have so Tell many. Tell me photos. about it, man. Oh uh, man, I don't even know what to do with them, and like I'm like I haven't even really looked over them. I like I've only taken like, with during the transfer moments, where like I'm transferring them to my computer. I'll be like, <laughs> this one I'm gonna put on Instagram real quick, and like those are like the only ones I've like showcased. The rest are just there. Collecting virtual dust.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've never like deleted a, even a, a single like raw file. Yeah, I know. And it's it's really bad.
0: But,
1: <laughs> man, they're so
0: big too. And the files are like. It's
1: yeah. And every time you upgrade camera, like I don't have that. It's like I think it's 24 megapixels is my nicest camera. Wow. And uh, those files are like 50 megs each. It's crazy. But then there's cameras that do like 50 megapixel. Photos. I can't imagine how those photos files were probably like 150 megabytes each. Are you like it's crazy.
0: Oh man, <laughs> that's that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. No. What? I mean, the funny thing is, is, I didn't even know about RAW until I actually got a camera like this. Yeah. Like, I was just like, what is this setting? And then I clicked it, and then I like, checked it later. I was just like, oh my god, this file is way bigger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, but you do
1: so much with it. Yeah, you can that's right for cool. so, like for editing and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the
0: only thing I don't have. I don't have anything to like really edit my, okay. my photos or nothing like that.
1: i oh, got cat hair in my mouth.
0: Pleasure. The thing that comes with the luxury is having Yeah. You know, I, it's funny. Every time I see a cat, I, I think. Have you heard ever heard of a toxoplasmosis? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Where like I have a, a parasite that makes me like cats more.
0: No, it doesn't make you like cats more. It makes humans behave more carelessly slash aggressively. Oh. Most of the people that have died in motorcycle accidents have have toxoplasmosis. Whoa. Yeah. 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 The, that, that characteristic where you said it makes you like cats more, that's more akin to what it does to rats or mi- mice. Okay. They get sexually attracted to the smell of their urine, Whoa. which makes them go after the cat instead of running away from them so that the parasite can breed inside its stomach.
1: Uh, and then the cat can get a nice little meal of a. Uh,
0: yeah, it gets a little nice little <laughs> meal. The parasite gets in the stomach, it gets to breed itself in the stomach, and then in the stomach it somehow like transfers itself to the human making the human a little more aggressive, uh, akin to like uh, having like the symptoms of a, uh, what's it called? Uh, concussions. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Akin to that, but not all the way. Okay. Very slight.
1: Don't mess with me, Bailey.
0: <laughs> Bailey has no control over, over the <laughs> passing of said parasite, so I think you're
1: That's okay. exactly what she wants you to do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen that meme where it's like, uh, Apologies. You ever seen that meme where it's a, uh, where it's uh, there's this like little cat and looking at this uh, it's like this the the big Egyptian statue of of a cat. Oh, the and Sphinx. Yeah, it's like a no. I don't think it's the Sphinx, but it's, it's like another there. another okay. statue, and it's like that cat's looking at the at, at the at the real cat, and he's like. Like, do they still worship this child? And he's like, and the, the little cat's like, yes, so we're on all their screens, <laughs> on all their screens. <laughs> yes, totally true, man. Yeah I, yeah, I think
1: about that. I was thinking about it the other day. Like, what was like the Egyptian culture uh, around surrounding cats really like? Like uh, on a day to day basis. A, I have a
0: legit question about like, that. I'm 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 perplexed personally. <laughs> like, why did they have such a pro prominence in that culture? Yeah. And I don't. I, have, have do, they, do, do we see them in any other culture like that?
1: I don't know. I had, like I
0: haven't noticed any. Of I
1: think they found that like uh, Egyptian like grain like granaries uh-huh. was where cats were first domesticated really? to keep to take care of like mice
0: and my, oh, stuff. Okay. Okay. So whatever domesticated uh, is, right? Yeah, so totally. <laughs> domesticated. Yeah. Uh, they're just like, I'll live here. <laughs> yeah, but
1: it's like, did people have them hanging out in their Egyptian houses? Yeah. Like this, like 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 Bailey's hanging out right now with us. Did they right, really right. just like pets, or were they like even more exalted? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, it's weird. Oh,
0: that's a jump. And fascinating. Entirely, entirely. <laughs>
1: Do you give any pets? Uh, no, I don't. Um, my yeah.
0: mother never let us, and so uh, like I never. yeah uh, I it. never push the envelope. I already have to deal with this pet. I'm good. <laughs> uh, I.e. My body, guys. For people that can't see. Um, but yeah, no. So like I, 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 have an interest towards them, towards any pet, but I don't. I don't think I'll ever get one. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever get one. It's a lot of time, man. I have yeah. a friend who has like two dogs. And like I'm like, where's like, how are you like alive? <laughs> how are you even feeding yourself? It seems like uh, life has become. I could not do dogs. Orbiting her dogs, and I'm like, why? Like, why would you do this to yourself? Like, like you're yeah. so young. You got so much time on your head. Not anymore. Like, you got so much time on your head. It's a, it's a, it's a weird situation. Uh, Cats seem more self-efficient.
1: So yes, I'm, and I have a, like a robot litter box, so I don't clean the litter box. Litter? Yeah, I, like I just clean the cartridge. All right. And uh, I've had it for like. 12 years and it's kind of fallen apart, so I might need to do something about that. But <laughs> I also, I built this robot down here, and it's not it's not hooked up right now. I gotta like get it back online. What? But it's a website, and you can go to the website uh-huh. and uh, you can like create an account and log in, yeah. and uh, that hopper on the top yeah is controlled with a little motor that's con- connected to this little tiny laptop on the table that's the server, and you can it, between certain hours of the day, it'll yeah. like, unlock, and anybody can go on, and uh, and click feed, and it'll feed her food, and then take pictures of her eating, and so it, I originally built it because so I could like go on vacation you and like this not yourself? worry about. Yeah. Dude. So back when I was really into programming and uh, robotics and stuff like that. You're and a
0: multifaceted man.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so I was really like hands off, but the the issue with having a robot that feeds your cat is that <laughs> She there's do you see that there's like little cloth there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cause she started loving the robot more than me. <laughs> like that was like her best friend. <laughs> and she would like rub on it to the point That's of amazing. like like actually like scratching her face on it. And I'm like like she's like obsessed with it. I'm she's like, if I rub it enough it it'll feed, feed her. <laughs> and like, and so oh, I'm like no. actually had it because so hurting yourself beware wow <laughs> what other feeds your cat sounds nice
0: wow but it's
1: actually kind of weird and subversive wow <laughs>
0: that's so crazy <laughs> on so many levels <laughs> shout outs to you would have thought that yourself um that's real interesting that the cat fact was affected in that way yeah I didn't I would have never assumed that why why Cats don't react
1: like that to people. Like, do they not associate the food with the people? Well, she—you just saw her. Her food is her food bowl's right there, and she actually has food in it. Yeah. But she just gets in this habit, and you saw her like rubbing, all, all right. against me and stuff. And she wow. actually might want me to turn the water faucet on, in the bathroom. Why? Because she drinks from it. Oh, She really? likes to have running water. Yeah. Actually, I actually—I just gave away to Zero Craft uh, that hackerspace. I have another pile of crap to give to them. Okay. Uh, Not crap, but stuff that I found very useful and desirable at one point that now to me in my life right now is not useful, but I was going to build like an RFID activated uh, faucet for her where she would jump up on the sink and it would turn the faucet on and then she could drink and then, because now I have to like stand there and like
0: do it yourself.
1: Yeah, and, like, you know, hard. I don't want to waste water in this. Yeah. I turn it off. Yeah, and so I it. wanted to automate it. it sounds great. I just gave all the stuff away. Well,
0: why would you do that? Because <laughs> I don't have
1: time anymore. <laughs> oh, bro.
0: <laughs> so, like, how many things have you built like this?
1: Uh, a bunch. Like, I, I studied robotics in college. Dude, this uh, sounds so cool. It was really fun. I worked at a particle physics laboratory. For real? Yeah, in, in Gaithersburg, Maryland. Oh, wow. uh, in the su- in the suburbs, people don't realize there's like this nuclear reactor, 20, 20 <laughs> megawatt nuclear reactor. So black holes uh, happening
0: down there somewhere. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully not. That's what they got the deuterium for.
0: Micro.
1: Oh oh oh! Black holes. Uh, yeah. Um, Is that a myth? No, actually, I'm am j- just reading uh, <laughs> a brief a brief history of time right now. I said hi. Stephen but Hawking? Stephen Hawking, yeah. Oh,
0: nice. Oh, and nice. he actually
1: talks about those. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Ah. It's it's really good. It's cool. He like, he goes on so many of these things, like, because I've read other pieces that he are more in depth that he sort of touches on. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my God, like, each page, like, when I don't know something that he's talking about, I'm like, I bet I could spend, like, a lifetime studying just, study just that, just that, that one little thing. thing that he just mentioned and, like, <laughs> pass by on this page. is, It's really cool. Oh, wow. Oh,
0: damn. Yeah. I just
1: want to read it. How would you read it? It's. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah, dude. I'll like, I'll give you my copy when, I, uh, when I'm when I'm, I'm about keep to finish it. I'll read it
0: and then I'll have you on again because I have another podcast okay. in mind that's specifically surrounded around books. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Sweet. We'll do that then. Um, Heck, yeah. Thank you for giving me that book thought, though. So I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to get that book. But anyways, <laughs> um, um, so how was working at the, part, the, part, the particle accelerator? It was cool. Yeah. It was one of the coolest things that I've
1: ever done. It was like. There was a radioactive spider one time, because it, it was a neutron research this facility. This is a radioactive spider? It is a real thing. <laughs> that can really happen. some thing. Spider-Man
0: shape. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, so, so it was a neutron research facility. Yeah. So they used the nuclear reactor to generate neutrons. Yeah. Um, and then they actually would, sl- like, there's particle accelerators. This is a, technically like a particle decelerator. So they would, oh. they would slow the neutrons down. Mm-hmm. Um, so that they, could, they, they were a little bit more useful, mm. and there was even one experiment there that was like try to trap a neutron in a magnetic bottle to see how long it would take before it decayed into its component quarks, right. and like I think it's like a photon that gets emitted, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so uh, which like th- that exact number has like a huge impact on the calculation surrounding what had happened in the very beginning moments of the right. universe. Right, 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 and right. so um, But yeah, so it basically was a nuclear reactor with, uh, and they would do some higher energy experiments right around the reactor core, Uh which is in this big, like, uh, cube kind of a room, and I worked there sometimes, and they would do imaging and uh, tomography, which is where you rotate an object, instead of uh, having a camera... Rotate around an object like a PET scan
0: uh-huh. that,
1: like, the camera yeah. or the detector rotates around you and yeah. takes a 3D image. If you rotate the object, and there's some calculations oh, that you can okay. do, okay. and as you take an image and mm-hmm. you rotate the object, you can get uh, like a 3D scan, right? Of course, and uh, or actually, I guess PET scans Did basically the same principle, yeah, right yeah, I think the T stands for tomography actually, but uh.
0: Oh, whatever. It works either (laughs) way. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: and then there were these beam tubes of uh, neutrons that would would fire out into this gigantic like football field size, uh, they called it the guide hall. Mm. And uh, there were um, like scattering experiments where they would like basically shine the neutron beam on something and then have a detector um, that would see what what that did to the beam. Right. Um, There was a neutron interferometer, which was the, the... uh, what I worked on same big words, man. You're saying big it's words. <laughs> <laughs> Interferometer is basically like you take two two waves, mm. right, and it measures just the interference pattern between those two waves, okay. right? So like you do something, and then you measure an interference pattern. Oh, okay. And mm. so it's what it was is it took a single neutron beam, mm-hmm. and it split it up in this silicon crystal that had like these three fins. It would split it up. Uh-huh. You would put a like an object, like a piece of metal or something, in yeah. the way of one beam, it would pass right through it, and then recombine. But it would be somehow affected by the density of the object in yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when they recombined, like either like the peaks and valleys would line up and and amplify the signal, or they would be misaligned and they would like uh, you know like dissipate, dissipate the signal. The signal. Right. Yeah. So like based on the pattern of interference. Right. Uh, you could tell certain things about the object that you were putting in the beam path. Uh-huh. And then there were also other crazy things with that thing, with that device that you could do. Yeah, and yeah. so also this device was, uh, they built a separate foundation in the middle of the foundation of the guide hall. Wow. And then they would put a, uh, I think it was, a like a 40 ton or 40 or 60 ton granite slab on <laughs> air cushions what? and then on top of that it was a two ton granite slab on more air cushions yeah. and then on top of that was like a table with a micro adjusting platform oh. and then on top of that was this silicon crystal and then next to the silicon crystal was your sample and then and so because they had to have no vibration whatsoever wow. affecting it so um Dang. but you can also do this thing called a wheeler delayed choice experiment which, uh, Wheeler was a, another physicist who proposed this idea, mm. and it's basically where, like, if you can imagine, like, light comes in from a s- one star, right? Yeah. And it comes, mm. and there's a planet, and it could take either path. There's an equal probability that it goes around the right side of the planet or the left side of the planet. Mm. So, before it's observed, it's, uh, it's just a probability. Right. Right, it's the probability wave. And yeah. so, by... Like collapsing the probability wave in certain ways in the f- in the when it gets to its destination, like say that it goes to Earth, mm-hmm. you're affecting its path backwards in time. So like the delayed choice experiment is like you can make a choice now that will affect the path of a particle backwards in time. And somehow you could technically do that experiment w- using in, that in the interferometer, the neutron interferometer. Really? But I don't think they ever did it. I don't think they ever... Attempted it there. I don't know why. Why but not? It's not. I know, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was so it was just like a wild. Is it that? Is place. it because
0: it's like that? Sounds like sounds like I've heard that somewhere before. Where like with the observation of something changes the outcome of something. Right. Like yeah, yeah. There's a
1: famous like double slit experiment. Right. Yeah.
0: The double slit. The double slit experiment.
1: Yeah. 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 Was, uh, that, was
0: that pretty much the principle he was working on? That the, the sort of. It's like yeah. an
1: extension of that.
0: An extension of that. Um,
1: yeah. Why would,
0: the, why would the reducing the probability wave of that of the light beam from the star changed its pathway yeah. well it's because you it's because you collapse you collapse it to one possibility yeah to a discrete path in time changes it more specific right okay so that it makes it more uh, specific when you when you when you choose yeah right it.
1: so okay. it's like okay, if, a, if a if a beam of light like passes through two slits Right? Like, it's actually physically passing through both slits at the same time. Right. And it like, uh, and only when it interacts with something else mm-hmm. does that uh, cause it to have a discrete location in space and time. Oh, right? Okay. Uh, so uh, which is like this a w- very strange uh, phenomenon yeah. that is uh, at the same time like, mundane and happening constantly all the time yeah. everywhere with <laughs> every particle yeah, yeah and also like totally mind-blowing and weird and like almost <laughs> incomprehensible it
0: seems real weird man it's, it's super weird it's, it's <laughs> it sounds real weird ah i don't know i can't i don't know how to like sit with that it's, 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 it's,
1: uh, i mean i think there's a reason like why like strangeness is a, t- a technical term of like a description of subatomic particles like particles have like strangeness to them yeah <laughs> it's like an actual like it's an actual thing. Term. yeah really yeah
0: <laughs> that's what they're like like there's the strangest it's, it's, about this song. yeah it's
1: so fucking weird what the like <laughs> yeah
0: oh wow that's not how long were you working there for
1: not that long like a year okay um and i was doing school in between right. you know so what a, but, what
0: a chance man that's it was fun, I mean, yeah. You're like a you're like a <laughs> rare specimen who got to work with one of those. That's crazy. Oh man, that's like the only one in the in the states, right? Is the one in the states? So we built Neutron the, the
1: research tech. facilities. Yeah, I would say. I so. think no, so. They open
0: another
1: one. Uh, another no, I think that's the only facility minute. where it's like specifically like using a nuclear reactor to generate neutrons. Whoa. There's another sister facility in France. Right. I forget where in France. And there's also another interferometer. That oh, the guy okay. who I worked for also built in the '80s, so like he built one here and then he built one over there. Oh, there. There's there's wasn't working. Oh. Okay. Um, when I was working at there, it was NIST, NIST Center for Neutron Research. Yes. NIST, National Institutes of Standards and Technology. So it's a government. It was a government right. research of course. lab. Of yeah. Course, of course. Which is cool that. that I don't know. I, I wish it was more funding in of course. fundamental physics research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's
0: not something that you can't really sell that to, too easily yeah. to like a pot. To <laughs> totally, yeah, <laughs> it's tough, and I'm, uh, but I'm really grateful
1: that there was uh, funding for yeah, stuff, and there still, still is. Right. As far as I know, the facility's still running. It's still going, right? Yeah, and the reactor was built in like nineteen sixty-eight or something. Wow. Just cool. Dang. So
0: good on for the engineers, and then kept it going for a while. Right? Yeah. Wow. It's a marvel
1: of engineering.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's 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 real cool. I with all that stuff, what's the whole like? What's what is the aim with a with a, a, a part particle accelerator? Why can't why am I trouble saying that? What is the aim with a particle accelerator? It's just trying to figure out what happened in the beginning. The uh,
1: beginning. Well, um, so like with the neutron research facility, there was, there were tons of things that you could do with that. Uh-huh. Um, for example, one thing they did was so neutrons are are uh, they go like right through lead. But they get stopped by neutron
0: is the the one that doesn't have a charge, right? In the atom
1: has such a small charge that it doesn't really affect oh, okay. how it behaves.
0: Because okay, there's a proton and there's a
1: right proton and electron, yeah. Electron. And so uh, neutrons go like they go right through lead. They go right through a bunch of stuff, but they're scattered by like cobalt and nickel and uh, and hydrogen and a few other materials. Whoa. Um, so. You can study stuff that you couldn't study with like x-rays, like hydrogen fuel cells. You can see inside of a hydrogen fuel cell. It's like an x-ray for a hydrogen fuel cell. Ooh. But you can't see what the water is doing in a fuel cell any other way, really? other than neutrons. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay.
1: And so there was also some, there were some medical applications yeah. and a ton of fundamental particle physics of course. applications. Um, and, so, and there were things like you could, you could detect like, density gradients within mm. metals. So, like, railroad spikes, like, uh, a railroad tie, like, shattered or something, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they could, like, take it in and see, like, the density of the, of the railroad tie uh, within it mm-hmm. um, and see, like, where was their manufacturing defect, like, what was the wow. issue. Um, so, there's that, but then particle, the opposite of that, mm-hmm. which was low-energy particle physics, is high-energy particle physics, which... Um, you need so uh a lot of particles exist so it's
0: like weirdly connected to photography how funny (laughs) yeah i mean that's what they do they take they take take pictures of those moments right totally yeah Um, and you look at
1: them and they're like these like very like rudimentary looking images of these i don't i have no idea how to read or interpret them uh but some people are like oh you can see like the the two quarks spinning off here and a photon being ejected here, and it's like, oh, looks right. like a bunch I've of lines. lines right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen those photos. I've
0: seen yeah. Those photos. And
1: so, um, wow. yeah, so there's just uh, a lot of stuff to be explored with them. And it's like, you know, a lot of these particles, yeah. they're like, well, we calculate this particle to exist. Does it really exist? Right. The you know?
0: The theorists go and do that, and then the experimentalists go and see if they can find it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, that's cool. Yeah. So what a life you've lived,
0: dude! <laughs> <laughs> what a lot you've actually gotten to get close to that. Cause that's always been like a uh, an obscure kind of thing in my world. Yeah, like it, you actually saw it. I, I don't know if I could ever get
1: back there. Yeah. But it was uh, certainly very like appreciative that I got to experience that. That's it was really great. fun. Wow. So and I was just like, uh, like I would just build random shit. You know, right. they'd be like, "Oh, we need like a, a something to stop this beam." uh or like we need you to like redesign or like update like a circuit there was my biggest project was like reverse engineering a circuit board that controlled the air uh cushions that the granite slab was on but it was like the circuit that the guy had built in the 80s and then i sort of had to like diagram it out and like make new circuit boards based on like a simpler design right and
0: were you able to upgrade them in any way? Or? Yeah, yeah, I
1: did. Okay. Actually, my 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 stuff is running these days. Oh but I, I got in trouble because I didn't ground the box that was that it was all in and like oh. one of the control technicians like touched it and got shocked and oh. they like <laughs> they shut us down. It was another time. Not my fault. Where they they asked I like how you prefaced uh, that. Yeah, my team, uh, I worked in the ionizing radiation division, which oh. is like the radiation, so like Non-ionizing radiation is like light and microwaves and oh, okay. radio waves that, but the oh, radioactive spider. So ionizing radiation mm. uh, will is high enough energy that it can knock like an electron out of or uh, uh, it can knock a neutron out of, oh, I think no. it's, an, it's either a neutron or a proton, out of the nucleus of an atom when it oh, hits oh, it. Oh wow. And so uh, which creates an ion, right. and which can oh, make yes. things slightly radioactive. Yeah, and so, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. there was Spiders like to set up shop in the beam tubes because they're like dark tubes. <laughs> and so, and so so that's how we got the radioactive spider. And we all had to wear decimeters, two different decimeters which detect radiation. radiation. Yeah, oh, and wow. so, um, yeah.
0: So, like, why is radiation
1: bad? Uh, well, because it would do things like, Cause it's like, cause it's like knock the of, protons, knock, or, knock protons or neutrons or electrons, or electrons out of your out of the cells of your body, yeah, which yeah. then, like, will cause, or, like, and so if that happens, like, in your DNA, right. that can cause yeah, really bad effects, yeah, oh. and also, like, high enough energy radiation will, like, physically burn you, right, you know, right. so, right. yeah, it's just
0: like the sun, essentially,
1: right, yeah,
0: Wow. so, and so if you cool.
1: have, like, radioactive dust, like, in, like, wartime, oh. you know, like, if you, if, if you inhale, like, radioactive dust, you then have dust that enters your bloodstream that is burning your body from the inside, you know? So it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's real bad. Yeah,
0: man, they were yeah. real graphic. But I
1: worked with, well, I worked with neutrons, which are, didn't, ha- like, they the didn't worst we got charge, was, like, right? real yeah. low, yeah, yeah. low, uh, it's called, like, beta radiation, uh, which is, like, yeah, like, yeah, sun, they're like like they're sunscreen, like sunscreen. sunscreen. No. would protect you from it, you oh, know? Okay. So, uh, yeah. Oh. Wow. But, yeah.
0: That's Cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Wow. So, oh, yeah, that beam,
1: so I built, they wanted yeah, a, yeah. a new thing that would go and shut the beam off, because mm-hmm. the one that we were using was too slow, and okay. it was real slow, it was like this giant wedge of wax with cobalt and nickel flakes in it, and it would turn, it would take forever to open, so they were like, we want a track with a button, and we just push it, and, then, and it, like, just moves a little wedge. Of, of this special wax out of the way and the beam comes on. Mm. And so I built this and I went down to like the sub basement with like, all this old electronics and I got this giant old switch. This is called a mushroom switch, you know, where you like push, it's like red and green. You push the red one in, the green one pops out. Oh, nice. It was from like the 60s. Wow. It was so cool. And then, like, I installed it and it was like, you get like boom and then the beam would open.
0: Yeah, and,
1: yeah. Uh, and then I went on to like uh, vacation or something and i got back and they're like oh yeah they shut us down because of that beam stop that you built and i'm like you guys told me to build it like i guess the control people didn't approve it and uh yeah (laughs) I i got i got the ionizing radiation division shut down uh, twice. Twice. Yeah.
0: Because of the shock into that one. Yeah. That's, that's great. At least you can put that on your resume. dude. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you were allowed in there. He's probably pretty really smart. I mean, he allowed in there still. You shut it down twice. It doesn't matter. You're still in there, man. Uh, that's great. When
1: uh, something I heard for years, when something would go wrong, they would blame me. Like, yeah, which is fair. Who's that guy? It's probably. They're probably <laughs> true. that's probably right. You're
0: fine. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't be that bad, man. That's so cool. So you have like a tendency to like really, really hands on with stuff, huh? Yeah. So you like to build. I enjoy it. You like I, to, were, you, were you more of a hardware kind of guy or software? Both.
1: Both. both. Yeah. Respect. I really, I really like both. Respect. Um, yeah. I just like tinkering and building stuff. And so cool. Yeah. That's so <laughs> cool. Know. Is it
0: is it complex? Was <laughs> oh, it complex to build the, the automatic feeder?
1: Yeah, actually, you know what the most difficult part of that was, was getting the date and time
0: oh,
1: functionality well, right. to work, because I just I have a really tough time thinking about dates and time, and so like writing those bits of, of code uh-huh. uh, were really challenging, and wow. like as soon as I got it working, I forgot how it worked. And you know, so it's like if I ever if I ever had to go like there were a few times where I had to like make some alterations in the code right, and uh, it was it was almost like like trial and error when I was making alterations. It was like I can't touch this code anymore. Like once it's working, I have such a hard time thinking about uh, like math with dates and times. I it just I don't know, it's Why? just like it just blows my mind. It's I, I so just funny. can't I don't believe in time, time.
0: Deep <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> down you uh, inside yourself somewhere. Is this, it's weird is this subconscious so part kind of you who's like time doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. It's not worth remembering, it's fine. <laughs> we don't need it. We don't need it. I love that. That's great. Uh sucks for you though, but I mean it's,
1: a, it's <laughs> No, it's I've I've <laughs> like quadruple booked myself before. Really? Yeah. i am just like <laughs> I have a weird I have a weird issue with oh, da- like dates calendar. and times. Yeah, I'm yeah, using a calendar. I'm really, even if I use a calendar, like yeah. I'll look at a calendar. I actually my parents are divorced, uh. and uh, I accidentally told both of them that they could come visit me in Tucson at the same time, oh, on the same no. dates. I'm like, how did I do this? <laughs> oh, what no. was I thinking? Was it bad? <laughs> no, it was okay. So my, my, my mom and stepdad went up to Sedona, uh. and then my dad came here. And so <laughs> I like went and visited with them for a little bit, and then came back here, and my dad just chilled out in Tucson. Uh. <laughs> yeah. was wow. like do you have any siblings? Yeah, I have a brother. You have a brother?
0: Mm-hmm. Are you the older one or the youngest one?
1: Uh, I'm the older one. Oh, yeah, okay. and then I have some step siblings too. Oh, nice. So, nice. yeah. How
0: about you? I am the middle child. I'm, okay. I have two, uh, an older brother and a younger brother. Okay. Yeah, we're all separated by five years.
1: Okay. Whoa, dang. Yeah, That's I a long know. time.
0: I like at my mom like, did you plan that? Why did you do that? <laughs> like, what happened there? She's like, I don't know. She's like, it just happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, that, yeah, no, we, we're, like, we're all like, Almost in the same generation, but not. Okay. So it's real interesting because my older brother, like, you could tell this with, like, the music we listened to. Like, he was, like, the old gangster rap, hip-hop, and stuff like that. And then I was more in the modern kind of rap, although some of his tastes went into mine. Okay. My little brother didn't give a shit about what we listened to. (laughs) And he went in his own direction. I think video games influenced him a lot with his music. Uh, So, like, that's him. And he's, like, a super online player, too, and everything. So yeah, that, that, different. <laughs> but yet almost at the same That's time. Older <laughs> brother, he probably like he's he's the one that probably had the most time without the internet, which is a major cultural shift. Oh speaking of which, have you ever heard, you know who Marshall McLuhan is? No. No? I feel like you'll find this super fascinating. I'm I'm gonna give you some homework if you're willing. Okay, fuck yeah. If you're, if you're willing. So like Absolutely. there's this, do you have Spotify? Yeah. All right, beautiful. So like there's this uh, there's this tape. I should, I should get a there's pen. this tape here. If you want to have a pen, I got you a pen. There's this tape. It's called the the medium is the massage. Okay. And it's and it's just this this guy, Marshall McLuhan, his book is also named the same way. And it's literally just him talking about how the medium of the time dictates the civilization within which we live in. Okay. Yeah. So like the like the and and one of the examples we could use is like the printed word. Whenever when when the printed word was allowed to exist, the idea of a citizen was allowed to exist. The idea of cities were allowed to exist. Okay. The individual, the 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 industrial worker were allowed to exist because of the printing press and because of the interchangeable letters and stuff like that. So like the medium we use changes in fact our society in which we live in. Okay. And so the fact that the medium has changed, which is now virtual and online, it's changing our society in which we live in. Yeah. It's 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 it's. Oh, it's cool! I can't wait to It's super to that. It's super profound. I've told multiple people this along my pro- podcasting live and everything, but like I, like, I feel like you'd be like. I love I love this. <laughs> that. Yeah, because it's like, and it's audio, so it's an audio book. It's essentially an audio book on on, on Spotify. Okay. It's, and he, and, he, and the cool thing is because he knew how, like the medium is the me- is the message technically is his original term. The, the typo was massage, and he really liked it, so he kept going with it. Okay. But uh, the medium is the message. Um, and since he understood that, he made the audio book really specific to the fact that it was audio. So it's really slightly disorienting because, like, there's a lot of layering to it and everything. Oh, cool. It's real interesting, man. Check it out. Let me know what okay. you think. I'm down to, like, I totally will. I'm down to talk about it. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, why did I even get there? Something. Why, why, how did I jump there? How did I even get there?
1: I don't know. Shit, I remember we were talking about your, oh, your brother right. in, the, in the internet age. Yes, my older brother yeah. did.
0: My older brother had longer time without it and everything. And then I had like the, just the medium. The amount. cusp, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, there's, my, my my rule when I was like, from like I mean, baby to like 10, I didn't have access to the internet. Yeah. So like that's that was my life and everything. And I'm, mean, you, 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 you're older, so like you didn't have the internet for me for a good majority of your life. You're along the same, about the same age. Yeah, I other. think,
1: it started creeping into my life around like 12 or 13, something like that. Really? Yeah. Uh, uh When did, yeah, I think so. I remember like, wow. loading up MTV.com right. uh, wow. on, on dial-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, actually, you're right. I guess I must have been a little bit older. Yeah. Uh yeah, and it's just like it was like some gi- a giant. That was my first experience with the internet. It was like giant image, like in my my mind. I was a kid, you know. It's yeah. obviously the monitor's like this big, right, right? Right. And like, but I remember it being like this enormous image that like you could, It didn't fit on a page. You had to like scroll to see it, and it took like fifteen minutes to load. I remember yeah. just like sitting there with my little brother, like looking at this thing low, <laughs> like line by line. Yeah, and line by line. Oh what is it? like? Why did they even do that? Right. You know, like, uh, I mean, I guess although we sat there and watched it and then we looked at it and we were like wow. are like, wow!
0: This is all cool! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's we just like it. a graphic. It's so weird, this invasion of electricity was allowed. allowed. Uh, yeah, um, thank you, man. That was a great conversation.
1: Oh, uh, um, I feel like no. we could have so much more conversation. Oh, this yeah. is so fun. For <laughs> sure.
0: Um, thank you again. Heck yeah! That was a lot. We went from your music taste, and then into photography, and then into like basic particles of reality, <laughs> and then we talked about for like a second the internet and stuff. We went through a lot. Um, oh, thank you. You wanna let them know where they can find you? Oh, anything?
1: Sure. Uh, I'm on Instagram as Cat's Photo Shoot, and then uh, the the rapper I play with, uh, Ray Murphy, calls me J Pop. So I went with that as my like professional photography name. Oh, nice! And so, um, so my website is jpopphoton, which is like the particle nice. that the like light. you capture with the camera. <laughs> yeah. So jpopphoton.com, uh, and uh, yeah. And then I'm, I'm also I have some old weird music on SoundCloud, and Do I'm SoundCloud dot slash ice cream guy
0: ice cream guy so as he wears uh, an ice cream shirt oh (laughs) yeah dude we should should go get ice cream uh i'm done i'm done okay cool it's like two doors down yeah for sure (laughs) all right thank you guys for listening uh this was a lot of fun um catch you guys on the next one i hope you had as much fun as i had with that conversation that was a lot of fun shout out to julius you guys should like go follow him on instagram and everywhere else, he has a website. It's uh, jpopphoton.com. Check it out. He's a great photographer. I haven't listened to any of his music, so I don't know about his music. I'm not going to judge. Not yet. I'm not going to give my opinion, essentially. So um, I'll, I'll find out later. <laughs> I literally recorded the podcast with him today, so I haven't had time. <laughs> He's a great photographer. Amazing photographer. And, um, yeah awesome guy awesome guy um i don't really have any announcements um do i have any announcements if you don't follow so jocelyn has this uh, cool thing jocelyn valencia jay recognized shout out she has this cool page called uh, la mujer i think she has like this thing going on with that very page on instagram um this friday with a specific artist Uh, i think i can pull that up real quick Hurry, 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 before it's too late. Uh, La Mujer uh, at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Arichi, I believe, is the artist performing. Um, It's going to be a live session, which I'm assuming is going to be on Instagram Live. So if you guys are interested, watch that Um, again. This, I don't even know if it's Friday, the 7th of July. No, I, I said that completely wrong. I apologize. (laughs) The 6th of July at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Cool, cool, cool. And if you guys are in Tucson um, and want to hear some jams, uh, Q is going to be performing at Bar Passe on 7-7. If you are interested in that, to hang out, you know, the, the, the tunes are free. But the alcohol isn't. I won't be drinking. But whatever. Thanks for listening, guys.